The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Tonight we discuss humanity's real enemy, the tyranny of the majority. The fact that we're not allowed to have an open debate on social media without censorship about the most important event in history is proof we are moving into the dangerous Orwellian territory of thought crimes. The saddest part being many people are actually cheering for their enslavement, which is exactly what George Orwell was trying to warn us about. Will there be violence involved? Maybe or maybe not. It will be done by a reputation capital or the currency of conformity. Be a good global citizen, they say. Make sure you will be an ESG asset to any future employer. ESG means environment, social, and corporate governance. Use the right language. Align yourself to the systems. Become the corporate purpose. Leverage yourself. Assuming your digital footprint has no impact on your future endeavors, friendships, and overall livelihood is a big mistake. Your digital footprint matters more than you know. And it is now crucial for every netizen to become aware of the digital breadcrumbs they leave behind, especially on social media. Why a positive digital footprint matters? A positive digital footprint signifies a good online reputation that lets you expand your social network and achieve your career goals. Whenever you go online, you create a digital version of yourself. All your posts, photos, videos, and comments can be accessed shared or stored by other members of the community. So keep in mind that at some point, someone will search for you online. It can be a future employer, a parent, a romantic partner, the police, a school, or even somebody who wants to harm you. Projecting a positive online image of yourself can have many benefits, including boosting your employment opportunities, expanding your audience if you are an artist or a musician, helping you achieve your goals, nurturing healthy and meaningful relationships. And that is some of the plan they have in store for you as part of the fourth industrial revolution, which is nothing other than the fourth Reich. If you want to learn more, stay with us. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, and more. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, Rebounders, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas Seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, Want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback? Just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Dr. Julianne Romanello, Ph.D., earned her doctorate in political philosophy from Baylor University in Waco, Texas, in 2012. While at Baylor, Ms. Romanello earned the Richard D. Huff Distinguished Graduate Student in Political Science Award and passed BHE comprehensive examinations with distinction. She is the author of many publications, a wife, mother of four children, educator, and researcher. Her website is heartsoverhexagons.com. 
Professor Julianne Robinello joins us from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hello, Julianne, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? I'm fine. I'm so glad to be here, Mel. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure to have you on. And every time I have you on, I always say the same thing. In fact, I was interviewed yesterday, and I mentioned you on that radio program. Uh, there's people that I know that maybe have, I don't know if I can say the word, woken up in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as when you talk to them now, it's as if they, they, they've accumulated 50 years of information, the acceleration of knowledge that some of these people, including you, it just amazes me when I read your, your Facebook posts all the time. I'm thinking she's diving deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole. Where are you now? Well, you know, it seems like it changes from week to week. You know, something will hit me and I'll think I need to write about this or that or the other. Um, you know, recently I've been looking a lot at at the influence that Israeli cyber uh, technology companies have over U.S. critical infrastructure. So that's been something that has really taken up, I would say, a lot of my time, you know, just not trying to find out who runs, you know, the electrical grid that powers American homes, you know, who uh, keeps, you know, our our defenses safe, you know, who prevents hackers from coming in and and stealing state secrets, you know, who is responsible for smart city infrastructure. And, you know, because of my particular circumstances in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, and, you know, I've talked about how I took this deep dive and it has to do with my university or where I used to teach and and a philanthropist who took it over. And so there are some particular uh, circumstances that have pointed me in the direction of these cyber technology companies. and. Um, it was, it was troubling to see it happen in Tulsa, you know, to see the presence of, of smart technology here and to be able to trace it back to, you know, guys like Michael Bloomberg and George Kaiser. He's my billionaire that I'm constantly pestering. Um, but then I found out, well, this is really, uh, a nationwide national security issue, I think. So, so I've been looking at that a lot and, you know, other things like reputation capital, that is a phrase that, um, that probably people need to become more familiar with. It's essentially credit, uh, social credit scoring, but it is a sneakier phrase. It's one that the corporate marketers love to use and it doesn't, trigger people the way that this the phrase social credit scoring does. So I've been looking at reputation capital and how uh, employees of large corporations are going to have to really watch their reputation capital, not only when they're at the office or on the clock, but also in their personal lives. Uh, because that that reputation capital score is going to factor into the value of their employer uh, 
their the corporation. So those are some of the things that I've been looking at. <laughs> but like I say, it, yeah, it changes. It changes from week to week. It seems <laughs> it does. Well, it, this is a, a multifaceted approach to the Great Reset. But reputation capital equals the currency of conformity. In, in essence, folks, you have to be a good global citizen. And I have to just play homage to to Hillary Ramo, who passed away a couple of years ago. She was a good friend of this program. And we discussed this topic many, many years ago. And we were just saying it. The, the Sesame Social Score is making its way here. And I remember how many people wrote to us saying, you know, this show is turning into science fiction. You're watching too much <laughs> Black Mirror uh, and Nosedive. And well, it's right in front of our doors now. I believe that insurance companies are already equipped and have the algorithms to start playing uh, with this, this social score. Uh, COVID, uh, the, the COVID ID passport, uh, the Great Reset, it's all connected to this reputation capital that you're discussing, right? Yes, and I'm so glad that you mentioned the insurance companies because essentially the whole economy of the Great Reset is based on a predictive risk uh, modeling um, ecosystem. You know, that's their term, ecosystem. And it functions like an insurer would. So insurers make their money by, you know, placing bets on the likelihood that something will or will not happen and they'll have to pay out for it, right? So what we need to think of is that the Great Reset really is like um, it. it is like an insurance company is managing the entire human race and the entire planet. <laughs> you know, they're, they are gathering tons of data and coming up with these uh, social credit scores or, um, you know, like health factors for each person or wellness factors or um, the likelihood that you would engage in speech that might be offensive to someone. I mean, you name it, any kind of index that there is, the the data accumulators, <laughs> they are going to be grabbing it and using it uh, to basically place big bets on the likelihood that you will engage in some kind of behavior, you know, that you'll uh, exhibit some kind of conduct in your life that that either conforms to or um, is in opposition to the UN Sustainable Development Goals, because that's what those are the goals that are the benchmarks for the Great Reset and stakeholder capitalism and all this. So, you know, if you think about this, is one thing that I one analogy that I try to use with the normies, and there are fewer and fewer of them lately. You know, I think you're right. People are sort of waking up after two and two plus years of this charade, uh, the Corona apocalypse. Um, but one, one analogy that I try to use with them is to say, you know, how many times have you called your family physician and you've, you've discussed some kind of treatment, maybe it's a medication, maybe it is, you know, physical therapy or who knows a procedure that you need, you think you need. And your physician tells you, oh, well, I would love 
to order that for you, but the insurance companies won't let me, right? Like people have heard that a lot. That's something that almost everyone is familiar with. That is the way that the Great Reset is going to work. And, you know, you're going to have these large corporations that have decided on these uh, different goals of conduct. Um, you know, like I said, they're basically linked to the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And they're, these large companies are going to make big bets on whether or not you are going to comply with those goals, whether or not you as an employee are going to increase or decrease your employer's um, ESG ratings, all of that. And based on all of the data that's harvested through these digital passports, through the Internet of Things, you know, they're going to come up with formulas and or like that are like a formulary, you know, that we know of in like medical insurance. And they're going to say, we're going to allow this for you in your life or we're going to prohibit you from doing this. And and that's what I mean, I think that that's really a terrible future for for us, you know, but especially for our children, you know, because their lives are going to be measured and managed just like patients at a doctor's office. You know, they you know, you see we've heard even with the covid scare, you know, people have complained about medical malpractice and They've talked about, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll sort of be cautious in what I say here, but, you know, you know what I really think of this stuff. Sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, there have been many discussions that I've been privy to that have said, you know, there were doctors who maybe would have chosen a different treatment uh, routine for say, a COVID patient, but they were told by higher ups in their administration, maybe it's their particular group or maybe it's a hospital or whatever, that they have to follow an AI-generated protocol for treatment. And if they divert from that protocol, you know, they can be sanctioned, they can lose their license um, and maybe be fined or something like this. So they go along with this AI generated protocol that ends up harming people. Uh, and there's really their choice as a physician, as a professional is taken away. And then, you know, God help the poor patient that is, that is being treated in this way. People need to understand that is the model for our lives. Well, I have it's just seen, terrible. I have seen the protocols that they're using or were at least using until recently in hospitals, yeah. and I like you, I like to watch my words, because I want to put this on YouTube, the first segment, and <laughs> as you know, the, their AI looks at every single word, so I'll be yes. careful, but the protocol that I've heard from many people, it's that you go into the hospital with hypoxia, it, they follow the protocol with remdesivir, or as some call it, yes. run death is near, yes. which runs with remdesivir, then intubation, then sedation, and then death. And then it comes all the profits they get for every single aspect of what just, I just mentioned, not only to death, but the actual report from the pathologist. If the person did not die of it, but the 
pathologist says, yes, the person died of CV, they also get money. You've heard that too, right? I have. I have. And I mean, I know someone very close to me and I, and she lost her husband in that exact way. And I am convinced that it, that it was deliberate. Um, so yeah, I mean, what we're living through right now, I think this, I think this is probably a time like no other. It's just when you, it's hard to even say these things out loud, like, like, you know, to be talking seriously, um, to be convinced as you and I are, and I think we wouldn't be convinced if we didn't have very solid evidence of this. Uh, but the fact that we're able to have this conversation seriously about the intentional deaths of so many people, it's just, I don't know, it, it's really overwhelming. <laughs> it's awful. Well, at least that should make everyone question the modus when they tell you one thing. Look the other way. You know, in the past, yeah. let's go, go back to the social score. In the past, when those in power wanted to change society's behavior, they traditionally used violence or coercion. But they don't have to do that anymore. All they need to do is look at your social score, talk about data mining, in order to mold your behavior like Pavlov did. They're taking yeah. data mining to a, a new level with social media, digital, digital cash, well, I don't call it digital cash, digital currency to determine your purchasing habits. Let's say you go to the grocery store and you buy, say you buy liquor. Immediately, they know, they go to an insurance company and maybe the next day they say, I'm sorry, but your insurance policy has been canceled. Everything has to be connected. Or you go to the airport And they say, well, you were talking to Professor Romanello yesterday and you said a few things we don't agree with. You know, there's the train station right there, Amtrak, that's going to take you from here to there in 36 hours as opposed to two hours. Behave for two weeks. Do some public work for, for you know, for two, three weeks and we'll let you back in, in uh, on, on the airplane. So they're going to just shape your behavior without having to fire a single bullet. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know. Alexis de Tocqueville worried about the tyranny of the majority and we are there, you know? Um, I mean, I guess it, you know, it's, I would say it's coming from the elites from the very top, but it has permeated society to the point that people are self censuring, you know? And that is because we know what, what the, potential consequences are, you know, like I'll say a lot of things online. I, I, I made it a policy when I got a social media account and I thought I'm going to do activism on social media. You know, my thought was it, you can't do it halfway. You really have to either put yourself all the way out there, you know, knowing what, you know, full well, what you're getting into, or it's not going to be effective and probably you will have worse consequences in terms of um, repercussions for your truth telling if you try to guard something. So I've just always been very open about what I say. Uh, even so, you know, there are a few things that, you know, for the sake of my family, I don't 
say. Um, and also just because, you know, I've seen some of the legislation that's coming out about, like, for example, domestic terror. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.